Now you can also listen to us on your favorite podcast with just a search, Faith Temple Cog. Listen on the go with your favorite streaming platforms, like YouTube, Spotify, Audible, Apple, Amazon Music, Google, Facebook, iHeartRadio and TuneIn. If you would like more information about us, you can visit our website at www.ftnfcog.org. Join us Sunday at 11 a.m. Online giving made easy with Giveify. Try it now. Like and subscribe to our YouTube page. Go to youtube.com slash at Father God, we bless you, we honor you, we magnify your name for who you are. Once again, Father, we thank you for us coming together as a whole, Father. God, we thank you for covering us and keeping us, oh God, throughout the whole week. Oh God, keeping our minds and strengthening us, Father. We ask you right now to open our hearts, oh God, to hear the word, Father, you have uh, prepared for us, Father, in the name of Jesus, God, to open our hearts and our understandings, oh God, to do what you have called us to do, Father, that we would not be stagnant, Father. God, we bless you right now, God. Touch everyone on the side of my voice, God. Pray for healing and deliverance over their families right now, God, in the name of Jesus, God. You get the glory and the honor, Father. We ask you to touch now, Clark, as a whole, Father. Says Apostle and Mother Grant, God, touch all the churches, Father, in the name of Jesus, oh God. We continue to grow, Father, in your will, Father. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Bless the Lord. Amen. We truly give God all the glory and all the praise tonight. We thank him for letting us get to him one more time for Bible study. Uh, Saints, we're going to pick up when we left off last uh, week. Um, before I do that, I would like to see if anybody picked up anything, learned anything, or maybe listening. Uh, who chooses who? We choose God or God chooses us. Don't everybody jump with the answer now. Oh, you asked that question? Yes. Well, I guess we did. <laughs> Elder, hold yours. <laughs> well, praise God. Uh, we God Go ahead, Jonathan. I'll go with this one. Uh, uh, <laughs> Lord, my understanding that God chose us first because you go to the book of Jeremiah, I don't know where it is, but he tells us but, you know, for I have loved thee with an everlasting love. And so therefore, he's loved thee means that, he, that was a long time ago when before we were born, he said he loved thee with an everlasting love. And so therefore, just from that scripture, even when you, before you even knew him, he loved you. When you were in your mother's womb, he loved you. And we didn't even know what love was at, at the age of two. So I would say God chose us first to love. And then as we got older, we chose to love God. Sometimes with simple songs such as Jesus loves me, this I know. For the Bible tells me so. So we can go so with God, simple, we can go as simple as that. So God loved us and chose yes. us, right? Yeah, that's God cool. chose us. We didn't choose God. Oh no, God chose us and then we came around to yeah, love My next question is this. If God if you you was on playing for the Washington Redskins, Jonathan, could you wear Dallas Cowboy uniform? Um, yes, I could, but I was a player. I mean, if I played for the Redskins, you said? You played for the com Commanders. Okay. Can you wear a Dallas Cowboy uniform on the field? Um, no, you can't. You got to play for the team you play. You got to wear uniform for the team you play for. All right. So that means if we are on, God chose us to be on his team, should we wear God or should we wear ourselves? Oh, you asking me? Okay. I, I Anybody. Think, I think we should wear anything to represent that we're on God's team. We're on God's team, right? So right. if God chose us and we went on and accepted to be on his team, then common sense would tell us that we obviously got to get out of this uh, uniform and get on in his uniform, right? Correct. I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to yeah. trip nobody or trick, trick anybody. I'm just no, trying no. to get to how we... Stop getting out this mentality that we choose God when God chose us to be on his team, 
but we still walk around like we're on our team. Can y'all see the similarity when I'm trying to uh, make? Yeah. No, yes. Yes. I got one yes. Yeah, uh, say okay. no. Can I jump in right quick? It is it's the it's the fact that man wants to have God, but they don't want to have the what he's saying you should put on. They everybody saying they know I chose God, but in a sense they, they chose what they think God is to them. That's why you hear people say that. <laughs> It, no, this this is this my uh, my God my my thing. This is my this is my truth. That what they use now. This is my truth. They they want what they assume God is because they don't want any consequences or any responsibility to change. They want to pick God and what they want to be. So when they choose God, they choose what they assume God is and not what He created us to be. Because my original question, uh, my original answer was going to be. When God created us, he created us in his image and his, his likeness. So we are created by him for him to do what he wants us to do. But when us or people want to choose God, they only pick and choose what they consider God uh, wants them to do. Just like when we go to a restaurant or we or we order something, like I say, if I order my, my car, I can go and say, I want this in my car. I want that in my car. I don't want this in my car. I don't want this that in my car. And so they assume that, even though they might not be saying it or thinking it, but when they say that they choose God, they choose what they think God is. And so that applies to their lives. And then anything else, oh, that's that's old school, that's old teaching God, not like that anymore. I don't have to do this. I don't have to change. I don't have to put anything else on. Because even when you ask him the question, I'm, I'm going to try to finish. Even when you ask him the question about um, can he wear the the um, the the Cowboys uniform on the field? No. But when they off the field, that that, that player can play wherever they want to. Now, if, now they're going to get chewed out for doing it but they can do it anytime they want to. So even in that sense, we could do what we want to do, even on what people can do, say, or do what they want to do on Sundays or Wednesdays nights. But then after that, they, whatever else they want to do, because they chose it, they didn't get picked or drafted. And, and but there, I'm sure there are rules and regulations of what they have to do or what they can't do. And if they choose to do it, then they'll get, so there got to be some consequences of it. So, yeah. Right. Remember a few years back, an athlete started wearing a, the New York Yankees hat, and he was from somewhere else, and, and they had a big thing about why he was wearing a New York Yankees hat. But uh, what y'all are saying is true. And But, like, um, if we have to get that God chose us for the salvation. Now, of course, he made a plan for us to be saved, but we have the choice to accept his choosing us for salvation. And that's what I'm trying to get us to understand. God chose us to be have the salvation. He didn't give it to angels. He didn't give it to uh, cherubims. He didn't give it to any of those, but he gave it to man, a salvation for man to redeem himself back to God. The angel, fallen angels, they're still they're in the pit, chained up. They didn't get a chance for people to be redeemed, but God loved us so much that, as Jonathan said, he gave us a chance to be reconciled back to him. Amen? So we own this thing, and we were talking about the Dallas Cowboys and the uh, uh, Commodores, but if we own God's team, then there's a standard that we have to live. And we went over the, some of those things. I said the vocation. Uh, we talked about the vocation. Uh, if I must do it on number two. I'm just going to skim through them because I want to get down to the next stage. Uh, Jonathan, I sent you uh, the lesson thing uh, in your email. Yeah. So you, I saw it. If this you, get it, a, you can follow it, us in Orlando, you can put it up yeah. on the on the scale. But number number two says First Corinthians one and twenty six. For you see your calling, brethren, how that. Not many wise men after flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called. And what I'm trying to say is that uh, God is not looking for intellectuals. God is not looking for people that have got diplomas or uh, degrees. He's looking for people that will have faith in him and, and put their trust in him. And those are the ones God is looking at. Not the, not the smart ones, not uh, uh, anything. But as Jonathan said, it chooses us from the foundation of the world. Ephesians uh, 
Next, I talk about uh, in the vocation. What is the vocation? A strong feeling of suitability for a particular career or occupation, a trade of profession. In other words, this is our occupation now, reconciling, helping God, being used by God to reconcile the world back to him. That is our vocation. That is our job. And, and God has chosen us to be on that job to do that, those things. Uh, this calling and B is this call. This is a call to belong to Christ and participate in his redemptive work in the world. And of course, F, um, when, he, when, I, when, he, when, when Paul talked to the church in Corinthians, he says uh, in the second Corinthians 5, 17, 20, that we're new creatures. What is a new creature? How are we new creatures? I look the same when I got accepted Jesus Christ. But why, why is it saying that I'm a new creature now? Anybody? choose to walk different, act different. I'm a new creature in Christ. Yeah. Okay. You said walk, walk different. Different. Talk different. You you just a new. You everything about you has changed. And you're yeah. in, in within. You seem you are in God. Uh, image now. You you supposed to be portray portraying God's image now. As okay. as you walk and talk and do things. Okay. Mom. My mother Nancy used the word supposed to. <laughs> you supposed to do this. <laughs> she said. <laughs> okay. Uh, anybody else want to take a stab at it? She, go ahead, John. Go ahead. I believe when you think of a new creature, now this is my interpretation. Before we were a new creature, right? We did some doggish type stuff. We act like wolves and sheep clothing. We were lying to each other as lions. These are all other creatures we were. But when you become a new creature, you can be a new creature like you're, like you're a lamb, like you're a sheep, like you're a follower. You're whatever creature you were before, you're a new creature now. You're not that creature that people used to see. You're a new creature that people are saying, oh, wow, you, you're not who you used to be. Where'd the I think that, you know, sometimes people think new creature. It's, it's not what you see, not the outside person you see. It's what's inside you, as um, John said. What's inside you and that what comes out of you. It's not your necessarily your physical appearance. It's what's in you and it's what's come, coming out of you. Okay. So we're new creatures in Christ. Make sure y'all say that. We're new creatures in Christ. So we have to behave ourselves like Christ. For that's what Paul said. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. In, in Christ is the key thing. You just say I'm a new creature, but you if you're not, uh, John and my mom said, if you're not changed in your ways, then maybe you're not in Christ. But that means that there's just change. That's the new creature God is looking at, the one that's in Christ. And uh, another thing Paul says, says, behold, all things are become new. So the old stuff that you used to do, you've been forgiven for those sins, you've been pardoned, all of that doesn't have any more control over your life. Now, you, all things are new to you. You're walking in a different path. Uh, the, the message came, we're, we're uh, destined, walking in the path of destiny and don't know it. Amen. So we're walking in a new path in Christ. As long as we're walking in Christ. Okay, you understand that? So we're new creatures. If we are new creatures in Christ, Paul goes on to say, now then we are what? Ambassadors. We're here on this earth as ambassadors for Christ. If you're in Christ, you're a new creature. Therefore, you are reconciling, helping, being, being used by God to reconcile the world. And then he said, you are ambassadors for Christ. If if the United States sent an ambassador to, to Germany or any foreign country, that person represents who? The United States. They conduct themselves according to the United States rules and laws. You cannot represent the United States and get over in Germany and start acting like a German. Because then you, you're not representing the United States in law. You're becoming 
German. So as ambassadors of Christ, and we're in Christ, that means we're representing Christ in a land. And we just happen to be in this land. We're going through this world representing Christ with the spirit of reconciliation given to us. Paul said that I'm, I'm, I'm on the second page. I'm down the bottom of the second page in Second Corinthians. Paul said God gave us a spirit of reconciliation, the ministry of reconciliation. Now we're reconciling, being representative of Christ in Christ, ambassadors for Christ in this world to reconcile them to God. When you're over there, you're trying to get them to like. If I'm an ambassador for the U.S., I'm trying to get them to favor for the United States. If I'm in Germany, if I'm in Africa, if I'm in whatever foreign country I'm in, I'm representing the United States to win them favor for us. And in reconciling people back to God, you're letting them know that God will forgive you all of your sins won't hold it against you no matter what you've done. And he accepts you in right then as you accept him, Jesus Christ. So you're reconciling them. Praise God. Anybody got questions about that? I think y'all explain. Anybody got questions? Remember mom said, Mother Nan said, you're new creatures. And Mother Nan, Vicky said, you got to be a spiritual thing. Amen. And Jonathan said, we're all got to be uh, new creatures and we won't do the things that we used to do because we're new creatures. And all that sounds good, but the bottom line is what? We still hold on to them bad habits, don't we? Or that sin that we like doing. That's why Paul talk, told the church over in Corinthians, Corinthians was a bad church. That's why he told them over there in Corinthians further on down, he said that you got to pull down them stronghold through who? God. Well, weapons are not war, war, cardinal, but mighty through God of the pouring down of strongholds. If you're holding on to things, God is never going to make you give nothing up. If you like that sin, God going to let you continue that sin, but you will not be in Christ. Because you're holding on to that, you're not giving yourself over to God. That's like like I said, you used earlier the demonstration. If you're wearing a, you're on the Commodores team and you're wearing a Dallas Cowboy uniform on the field, something is wrong. Something's wrong. So it's the same thing with Christians. If we are in Christ and we're wearing raised nature out there, something's wrong. I, I'm not what I say I am. I'm, I'm, I'm perpetrating one thing. I'm saying one thing out of my mouth. But how I'm conducting myself gives somebody else a different impression. Amen? All right. B. I said it, it starts with the call to follow Jesus. Restore your relationship with God, with humanity. This can only be done with surrendering all to him. We have to belong to Christ in every element of our lives. Y'all have you understand what I was saying there? I'm on page three now. It says it starts with the call to follow Christ, and you restore your relationship with God and with humanity. This can only be done with surrendering all to Him. We have to belong to Christ in every element of our lives. There's no way of getting around that. I'm just telling you what the scripture said. Previous in Second Corinthians, I'm giving you the scripture which the scripture said previously we went over uh, 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 in uh, if, uh, First Corinthians, person uh, one one and twenty six on the second page. So all these things say that we are supposed to be now in Christ. We are surrendered all to Christ. The next thing that we did real quick, I'm trying to review fast, the new life, and I gave you all some scriptures there. And it says the new life, faith, these things that we should have in our new life. Faith, spirituality, consistency, love, caution, illumination, Christ-likeness. Anybody have any questions about those right there? 
uh, have anything where they didn't want to elaborate on more than what I said or the scripture that I gave, uh, take the time now to do that now. Any questions? Anybody want to elaborate on anything? What's that? It's all good. All right. There must be a change, y'all. Like we just like we said, we just can't go through this and and not be a change. We're we're doing the study for a change. Pick up where we left off. Philippians three and fourteen. Paul says right here, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Now I'm, I'm picking on John today because he he plays tennis. When you play tennis, Jonathan, you, your goal is to what? Win the match or lose the match? Um, stay focused and win the match. Win the match. Stay. He says something key. Key is stay focused. Yes, I, I see where you're going. Right. <laughs> right. So now we are in Christ Jesus, and we know our destiny is to get to stay in Christ Jesus. Can we? Paul said you got to press toward the mark for the prize. And as John said, you got to stay focused because you don't stay focused. You're going to get distracted about what? Of the things of the world, right? Correct. Paul said you got to press. Is something there going to make us stop? When you're pressing something, that means you're moving stuff out your way, right? Or trying to get past it. So that means it says there's something going to be spiritually attacking you, spiritually obstructing you to press, to stay on course of the salvation that God has afforded us. What's that, Vicky? So we, Paul said, you got to press. You got to press. You remember, you are new creatures in Christ. In Christ, you are new creatures. Old things that pass away. What's the first thing going to come up? I was, I was a drinker. I was a smoker. I womanizer, whatever you want to call it, all the sins that you can name. I, I, uh, sin. <laughs> that sin, uh, <laughs> even down to the government black pins. Y'all remember the little black, black pins that anybody been in the government? You know, the U.S. got U.S. government on them. Yeah. Man, I know I used to come home with a pocket full of them things, yeah. give them out to my kids to go to school with. That was, that was what? Stealing. Stealing. That's a sin. So now, just okay. saying all sin, all sin. I'm a new creature in Christ. Those sins are going to be back because you are nature. First thing, as a man, as a man now, I'm talking about men. Nobody on here. What's one of the things that attract, a knock a man down? Women, pride, and money. Those three things. I remember because Mother King gave us that. When you became an elder, she said, watch out for women, money, and pride. Those three are things that the enemy will come and try to knock you off your course. So you fit, you, you, you're on your pressing toward the mark of the high calling because I'm in Christ. That does not mean the enemy is not going to present things to you to cause you to fall and not win the race. If I was a drinker, he wasn't the first thing going to do. There's some that ain't going to hurt you. One, just one ain't going to bother you. You can handle it. If there's a women, uh, man, it's all right to look. They just don't do, going to carry it too far. But nine times ten, we carry it too far. If you desire, the Bible says, that's why they God put that in. It does the, the <laughs> you already committed it. Oh my God, how's it? But y'all, can you understand? In you, everybody has their own individual sin. I'm just picking on myself. Drinking. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, I can have this one. Anything. The Bible tells us to be sober, right? Or I can drink one beer and it ain't gonna, I ain't gonna be, I ain't gonna be drunk. But then what does it say? Does it say something about uh you cause a stumbling block if you eat this and do that? In front of your brother who's not, and then you cause a stumbling block for them. That's what I'm, I'm I got Christ on now. So anything that's I'm supposed to be edifying my brother, lifting my brother up, not knocking them down or putting a stumbling block in front of them. 
So you can't, you can do a whole lot of things. You say, I can get by, but are you putting a stumbling block in your brother's system? It might be, uh, uh, what did Paul say? How did Paul say? It might be convenient for me. I don't, I'm using the paraphrasing the word now. If y'all get the scripture, y'all can jump in and say that. It might be convenient for me, but I'd rather leave it alone. Okay. Hope y'all getting what I'm talking about. Of the high calling. See, the high calling is from God in Christ Jesus. You're pressing for the mark of the high. What higher calling can there be than for God to call you and predestinate you to be one of his vessels that he used? That's it, man. What else can you ask for? That's what I look at. Anyway. Second Thessalonians, Paul again said, that ye will walk worthy. Self-explanatory, walk worthy of who? Who had called you into his kingdom. God, hallelujah. And glory. You got to walk worthy. Say, we cannot let the world dictate how we walk for and who God is. God has stated in this word, I am holy. <laughs> I am righteous. <laughs> and, and that's who I am. I am love. That's who I am. I am God. And we are to walk that way before this world. We see it. I know y'all see it. You see the world is changing the, 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 the people in the church. In the building, rather. They're not going to change the bride, the church that Christ come back for. They're changing the people in the building. Remember the, the uh, I think it's on the elder part, uh, earlier, the five virgins? <laughs> I'm ready. But he delayed too long. They ran out. How many of us have a, a, a false, got some false doctrine there that's causing us to think that we can sit back and relax and not do anything? That we ain't got to walk uh, uh, worthy. We ain't got to. Uh, 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 do any more than what we, I'm, I'm saved. I'm sitting on the pew now. But you're supposed to have the spirit of reconciliation. If you're in Christ and you're a new creature, you have the spirit of reconciliation and you should be ambassadors to Christ in this world, telling them that they need to be reconciled. Uh, secondly, where to he called you by our gospel to the, to the obtaining of the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. Still talking to the uh, church of Thessalonians now. Hallelujah. He said, where to you call? Second Timothy 1 and 9. Who has saved us and called us with a holy calling. Not according to our works, but according to whose purpose? Yes. God's purpose. <laughs> I didn't call you because... You can do this and you can do that and you can do that. Your works. I called you for a holy calling for his purpose. Saints, if we don't get a mind and our mindset and mind that I gotta surrender all to God, he called me. This the omnipotent God. As I Elsa died, the Elsa died, called me to a holy calling. Not to this uh, uh, things of this world, but to him. He called me to a holy calling. My God, hallelujah. Mm. Not according to my works, but according to his own purpose. God has a purpose just for me. God has a purpose just for you. A holy purpose. This is an individual thing. Nobody would say, that uh, you you got there, I would have made it, but this person didn't help me. God has given, equipped you with everything you need. If you seek God and you seek uh, Jesus Christ, you accept Jesus Christ, and then tell God, I want that Holy Ghost, and you ask God for it, and you sit there and wait on him and just believe it, praying and seeking God, and let God baptize you in the Holy Ghost, you will find out. That the scriptures will open up to you. Uh, as Paul said, to be enlightened. You're, you're, it seems like darkness was all in your mind. But then when you get the Holy Ghost, it opens up and gives, shines light on what really God is all about. 
That's why Paul said the mysteries of God, the deep things of God are revealed by his spirit and only by his spirit. God, hallelujah. I'm trying not to preach. I'm trying to teach. But this thing is, is just think about this awesome God. I want y'all to just think about how awesome this God is. And just take a minute. Just, just think about the God that woke you up this morning. People did not get out of bed this morning. Because his mercy, oh my God, hallelujah. His mercy in a purpose, in the course, I haven't finished my course yet, that he had given me. So he woke me up. Oh my God, his own purpose again, which was given us in Christ. Christ again, y'all. You can't get around him. It was only given us in Christ. If you're in Christ, you have some privileges. If you're in Christ, your sins are forgiven. If you're in Christ, God says, uh, you're, by his stripes you're healed. But there's a whole lot of people trying to quote that scripture, and they ain't in Christ, and they ain't getting nothing. And then they're saying, God, I must don't want me healed. Now, if you're in Christ, you have understanding, and you'll walk by faith, believing that God healed you. Because his word cannot come back void. That's what the Holy Spirit opens up to you. My God, hallelujah. Before the world began, given to us in Christ Jesus before the world began. Can y'all imagine the world haven't began yet? But over here on my left, I'll do it this way. On my left, uh, this hand is before the world began. Over here, God already laid this stuff out for us. When you're in Christ, this is already here for you, already lined up for you. Now the world gets started, and we decide to move on, and, and here, here I come. Bam. I'm in Christ. All the stuff that God had for me was laid there before the foundations of the world. My God, hallelujah. Began. The world began. <laughs> I don't know if y'all really understand really what God is saying. Oh, my God. Yeah. Anybody want to say anything? Get myself together. Mm. Hallelujah. Hebrews. Talking about our salvation that we have, saints. Hebrews, the third chapter, verse one. Talking about the calling now. I'm still in the calling. Wherefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling. Heavenly calling, this ain't something man gave you. This ain't say, I, uh, I feel that God moving and, I, and, and, and you're going to be an elder now, or you're going to be a minister, you're going to be an evangelist, you're going to be a, not, no man gave you this. This heavenly calling to come to Christ, to accept Jesus Christ, to be reconciled back to God, is a heavenly calling. Then he says, what? Consider our apostle, now you're talking about Apostle Grant. He ain't talking about no other apostle in this world, man made. He's talking about our apostle. Our apostle. Everybody that's in Christ, Christ is their apostle. And high priest of our profession, Christ Jesus. You, no matter where you go in this scripture, you cannot get around trying to be saved without Jesus Christ, be, without becoming born again, without becoming a new creature in him. You can't get reconciled back to God if you haven't came to Jesus. Can't do it, saints. It's in the scriptures. It's in the scriptures. You must be. You got to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Got to. And then he said, we are partakers of heavenly calling, considering who our apostle is. Who our, now, my apostle Grant will call me and ask me to do such a thing. And I go do it because he's the leader over top of me. But here the saints, I want all of y'all to get this. Who's your leader? Not me as your pastor. Not, I want you to think about the apostle and high priest, Jesus Christ, and who he is. In relationship to God, the triune God, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost, 
when they're all three one, considering the apostle and the high priest that we have, how can we neglect this high calling and not and line up with his word, not line up with what he requires of us? He controls life and death. Well, I, I think I'm scared. No, if you're in Christ Jesus, death has no more sting. Oh, great. <laughs> they, they don't bother me. I'm just going to go to sleep. When I open my eyes and take my last breath, I'm going to be somewhere with God. And I ain't going to stand beside no pearly gate like I told you last week. Eh? I'm going to be with Jesus. I'm going to be with my God. Hallelujah. Don't know where. I don't. And I can't picture the Bible tells us that. But I know that's what my hope is. Jesus. Hallelujah. Mm, mama. Oh, yeah. Paul goes down. Peter wrote something. In. Peter came in and threw something else in there. He said, but the God of grace, who has called us into his eternal glory, by who? Jesus Christ. Call who? Us. Into his eternal grace. What do this world offer us, y'all? Maybe we got to look at the, the simple things of this world. What does the world offer you? A car? A house? Food? Uh, what, 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 a bank account with money in it? Uh, 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 what, what did the world give me? Then, 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 when you look at that, what the world, what the simple things of the world, then look what God will provide you. Does he not say, I'll supply your, all your needs? Does he not say, I'll never leave you nor forsake you? Does Paul, David wrote it so plainly. I was once what? Young, but now I'm old. And I have never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. Mike, what kind of God takes everybody and gives you this once you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Saints, you're living below your, your means. You can have it all. Spiritually now, you're looking for riches and all this in the world, then you're not where you should be in Christ. All those things will get we come to you. But when you are baptized and filled with the <laughs> with fire, you get excited when you read something like, man, God call his grace, the grace of God. My God, hallelujah. The grace of God called me unto eternal glory. Ah, my Lord, my God. I gotta be here. Yeah, I, I can understand why Paul said, Hallelujah. I'm between two things. Hallelujah. I'm I'm ready to go. But because of you, I got to stay here a little long. Because when you look at your options in this world, turmoil, work every day, eight hours a day, looking for this, spending money for this, spending this, got to have this, got to have that medical problem, ailments, and all these things coming upon you every day. When you look with your options, if I go to Jesus, oh my God, I might be still in this world. But I now have somebody else that I know that I know going to take care of me. And if I go out of it, when I go to sleep, I'm going to wake up and have eternal glory. My Lord, my God, that's what he promised me. If I line up with his word, if I am in his Christ, if I know they recognize that I'm a new creature now, I can't do the old thing. If I'm born again, hallelujah, I'm not sinning old things no more. I'm not doing this no more. I'm not hating on people. I'm not backbiting people. I'm not talking about Sally Sue. I'm not talking about Billy Bob. I'm trying to lift them up, not tear them down. My God, hallelujah. I know y'all, I'm hot to shut the, Ooh, my Lord, my God. After that, ye have suffered suffered a little while a while it says a while make you perfect establish strengthen and settle you yeah yeah is anybody else that do, do you really comprehend what god is saying to us here do y'all really say just in a little while now i was i can remember when i was 18 and i wanted to be i mean when i was 
10 and I wanted to be 18 so bad because I ain't had to do this and I ain't had to do that. I want to hurry up and grow up. I can remember. I can remember how fast that went by now. I can remember when I was retired from the military. It seemed like it was yesterday, but it's been 27 years now since I'm I'm I'm, I'm over. 27, 20 some years that went by since I retired. It was just like that. People tell me uh that you these 67 years went by in a blink of an eye. Them years go by fast. So if I suffer a while, suffer a while, one day with God is, is like a thousand years. A thousand years is like one day because one day, then you got eternity coming in forever and ever and ever. I suffer for a little while. Trying to reconcile people back to God. Letting him use this vessel. Huh. But he's going to make me perfect. He's going to establish. He's going to strengthen and sell you. If you're trusting in him. This is all in the calling, y'all. This ain't the hope. This is all in y'all calling. We haven't got down to the hope yet. There's a couple more sentences down. This is the calling. This is the calling you have. This is the your excitement. You should be excited about who God is making you to be. That you can walk on this world, in this world, and 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 and, and be like Christ. Oh, hallelujah. Yeah, make you perfect. Second Peter, one and ten. Wherefore, the rather brethren, give diligence to make your calling. And election sure. Why you think Peter would write that down here in his second epistle? Peter write down and said, Brother, I can't hear somebody saying something. He said, Make your election give diligence. Somebody say something? I didn't hear. No? Okay. Wherefore, the brother, wherefore, rather, brother, give diligence to make your calling and election sure. Peter is trying to make sure this is no accident. Don't start on this journey faking it because it's going to cost you something. When you start this journey with Christ, it costs you something. It costs you yourself. That's all. But if you look at what you get in return of yourself, it outweighs what you're giving up. I, there is no, I'm just 67. I haven't been saved, but um, born again some 20 some years, almost 30 now. And I look back at what I had and what I gave up and what I got now. Why didn't I know except Jesus Christ earlier? Why? Because, but I can't go back. I'm not doing. But that, those are learnings. It's been for me to evaluate when I look back over my life, <laughs> and I think things over. As the songwriter say, "My soul cries out, Hallelujah! I thank God for saving me. I thank God for saving me. I'm a changed creature. I'm a better man than I was back then. And it's not because of some years I got older and wiser. It's because I've been baptized in the field with the Holy Ghost. Because I have a word of God that God gave me some promises in here that are that are guaranteed to take care of me, to 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 see me through the end. I often told the church all the time. I tell you, you can't lose with the stuff God has given us to use. How are you gonna lose with the Holy Ghost? How are you gonna lose with Jesus Christ sitting? Maybe you don't understand what I'm saying. He gave you the Holy Ghost. To dwell on the inside of my God, Jesus sitting at the right hand of the Father, making intercession prayer for you. Now the Holy Ghost is on the inside. Jesus got God on the right ear, saying, "Hey, I know what He's talking about. I'm the High Priest. I'm, I'm, I'm representing Him." And there's God the Father who said that if I'm in Jesus, I have been adopted. And in Christ to be called what? Sons and God of God. 
make sure that because election means to be picked out or to pick out what God has called you to do, you have to reassure that that because God and this is when you talk about salvation is God called all of us to salvation, but we have to pick that out. We have to make that once you make your call and let you sure you have to make sure that you pick that out. You have to grab hold on to that and make that your choice, make that what you want. Not because he said it, not because somebody else is telling you to do it, not because of your friends or family. No, you have to make that decision yourself. And when he said making your call and your election sure, you have to make sure in yourself to know that that's what um, God is calling you to do. I mean, God has placed that in you. Yes, God has called you, but you have to make that your choice, your personal choice to do that. And they just and they just a short version. Just in my head. Anybody else? No? All right. I wrote down here just, just, just my thoughts. This calling is by God through Jesus Christ. And nowhere is it stated that man's doctrine or interpretations overrides what the Bible states is true. Was there any doubt in anything what somebody has told you? Anything, any, I don't care who it is, I don't care if it's T.D. Jakes. I don't care if it, you got questions and you get the scripture and you go to the scripture and you read that scripture for yourself, the Holy Spirit will give you an understanding of what God is saying and what he's requiring of you when you read that scripture. No doctrine overrides God's word. No man's interpretation overrides God's word. There is no, the scripture said there's nothing there for a private interpretation. It's not for a private interpretation. This is for God's people, the ones that have been called, that he called. The calling is through God, by mm -hmm. God, through Jesus Christ. Number one, it says, everyone is called to belong to Christ and to participate in his redemptive work. Everyone. If you're born again and you're called in Jesus Christ, you are required to go to work to redeem mankind back to God. That's how, that's that's what our nature is. If you had a, a sure way we do it right now, if you run across a good sale, what do you find the first thing you do? You need to get down here. They're having a good sale on down here. Right? That's what we do next. The same thing when you get to Jesus Christ, you realize how great this is, you want to Hey, let me tell you, you need to come to Christ. Let me tell you why. This is, blah, 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 they got all this. It's, you got to be, that's, Elder Proctor just said, well, go. You can't be ashamed of this gospel. This gospel is truth. This gospel is dull. <laughs> this gospel, everything you need is in this gospel. Hallelujah. Bishop. All right, go ahead. I'm mindful of the... The master that was going away and gave his servant the talents. Yes. Some five, some two, and at one, and he gave to that fellow and he buried it. Right. So many saints whom God has blessed, they bur, bury, bury their gifts. And what did what did Christ, what did this good master say when he came back to you? Wicked. And slow for serving. That's right. He's on the wicked. <laughs> <laughs> and bind him up. So you, you've been called. You better make your call in the election sure. You can hide it if you'd like. When the master comes, he knows. And 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 you know what, Elder Proctor? The one standing around there that did the work, nobody he's you gotta be accountable for what you did. Well, I knew you was a mean taskmaster. I oh, knew yeah. you was trick. <laughs> I knew you was a oh, holy God. I knew that you were going to make you it's going to be cutting it thin. Yeah. So I just buried it. Ain't going to give it to you. You evil, wicked, slowful servant. Get, lock him out, cast him out. And that's, that's how that. saints going to be caught. <laughs> that's how saints are going to be caught today. 
they're gonna be the same thing. They got a calling, they got the uh the salvation, and they're gonna put it in the ground. Put it on uh, okay. That ain't for that's for the preacher to do all that. All right. All right. You got a talent and you ain't using it. All right, let me move on. Everyone is commanded to work to the degree they are able. God doesn't make us do something. Uh, but here, what you have you do it to the degree that you're able to do it. Mm -hmm. If you're able to do it, that's what you need to do. If you uh, uh, can't, you, you, uh, um, I don't know, if you're, whatever you're able to do, that's all God wants you to do. Walk in my faith, not by sight. No more pun. God calls us to wait. This is, I'm putting number three on it because all right, I got to ask you to stop mine because I wanted to make sure everybody understands it. God calls us to a whole, W-H-O-L-E, life. A whole life. A whole life. Not just a job. Amen. You go to work every day, that's a job. You know, the right drive the school bus, that's a job. Yeah, uh, um, brother Jonathan goes to work. That's his job. Yeah, that's their job. But God called all of us to a whole life. That means it's totally different. I don't go to a job. I live this life. I live Christ, <laughs> and when I live Christ. I'm going to display Christ. What's in a man comes out of man. If you got a hatred down in there, what's going to come out when you get in the fire? <laughs> let, let you stump your toe and you stump it right good. What's going to come out of your mouth? If um, it ain't Jesus. <laughs> that was good one, John. If it ain't Jesus and some other words come out of your mouth. <laughs> that you know what I'm talking about. That's what's go ahead, sir. Go ahead. Basically, as you as you always say, out of abundance of a man's heart, the mouth speaks. Whatever's in your heart, that's what's gonna come out. That's what's gonna come out. So you can say you love me. I love you. I'm I, I'm perfect, but, but I see what you're doing. You over here talking about me over here. You over here talking about this one over there too. And you're talking about that one. And no, no have no peace. But you say you got a you on you got Jesus. Yeah, yeah. You better go back to these scriptures. I can't tell you but what the scriptures say. That's why I really listen to all the scriptures. I, I want and it's plenty more I could have wrote down. But I want you to see the scriptures. I want you to see the word of God. And know that this is what the word of God is saying. And if you have questions about what the word of God is saying, let's look at it right now. Don't get offline and say, man, I don't understand. No, he, he gave me his interpretation. No, I'm not trying to get talk. Let's talk now. So to clear all that confusion up. So you have an understanding. It's more than just me online. But you get a Somebody might can explain to you. Brother, but if we close our eyes and close our books, and say, well, well, now the Bible said it's over 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock, time to go. Mm. I, ain't, I don't know what he's talking about. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. call. God calls us to a whole life and not to just a job. Some people think once they do Sunday school, teach Sunday school, or do whatever they do for the church on Wednesday and they close down, they're, they're good until the next time. But their whole life is to live every moment from Sunday to Sunday, every moment. And this is what People, it seems that the children of God don't understand that it and they fall and they fall and yeah. they, they suck it all, yeah, and they treat it like a job. That's what you write, they, they go to Sunday school. I, I, I'm gone now. I, I even, some of them go home, don't have safety service. Yeah, I did my I did Sunday school this morning. Where's going in and worship with God? Elder right preached one time, I can't remember then. Said, We're here just for just to worship God. That's all. I ain't coming here to, to talk to you and see how you're doing. It's all right for me to see you, but I came here to worship God. I came here to give God some praise. 
I came here to hear the word of God. Not the fellowship. I mean, uh, just check, see how you're doing, to see who got this on that. I can't what This is my life now. And I think as you mature into Christ, you find you're getting further and further and can relate to people in the world. Because you're maturing in Christ, they can't recognize who you are. And they don't want to be around you anymore. They don't All have right. conversation for you anymore. All right. Because their conversation is still talking about people. They don't say, never say, man, man, God talked to me this morning, told me, gave me some scripture and, and, and fired up about the scripture that God gave me. Because I ain't talked to him today. <laughs> I only do that when I got to teach Sunday school. <laughs> when I got to go to work. Well, when, 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 but y'all know what I'm saying, trying to say. Yes. Anybody got any questions about anything that we have discussed uh, so far, we're trying to wrap up the calling. Any questions about anything? I know y'all reading and trying to go, but if something that you don't understand, um, before we're going to get out of the calling and go to the hope, we're still in Ephesians in uh, the 18th chapter, I mean, first chapter, verse 18, the, uh, the hope of, uh, and what is the hope of his calling? Now we're going to deal with the hope. After I wanted y'all to look and see what the calling is, we're gonna deal with the hope now. Somebody got time check on me. Five left. What do you say? It's eight oh six. Oh, I'm over eight o'clock. Yeah. Um, excuse me. See you, man. Praise God. Um, well, <laughs> we're gonna talk about the hope of his calling. I think everybody got the blessing now, right? Please read it. Make notes. Make notes. Make notes to you. So when you come to Bible study next Wednesday night, you have some notes that you, God elaborated and gave you to share with the, the saints. If you never open up and start discussing things with God, with the fellow saints, this is what we're supposed to come to. When you was out in the world and we all sitting around talking, what we what we doing? We're talking about the world, right? So here we are on Wednesday night. We have dedicated this time to come together and talk about the goodness of God and how great a God he is and what God is doing to you and what God is doing for you and, how, and the things God got planned for you. That's that's, that's what we do. We're sharing it to encourage you, to uplift you. Amen. Praise God. But the hope, <laughs> look at it, what, see what you can understand what I'm trying to say in the hope. The hope of his calling. My God, hallelujah. When you start thinking about the read Ephesians 3 and 1 through 14, and, and some things in there, if you can look at those things, pick those little things up, uh, like in verse, verse 3, the first word says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us, oh my God, hallelujah, with hey. all spiritual. That's all oh. I need, the spiritual stuff. I don't care about the blessing. All I need is the spiritual stuff. That's when God bless me with all the spiritual stuff, my goodness. Let me read it because I wonder why I'm saying that. He will bless us with all spiritual blessings. In mm. where? Heavenly places. What's <laughs> loose in heaven? Loose on earth is loose in heaven. What's bound on earth is bound in heaven. My God, let it loose. He be blessing loose. Loose him, let him go. My Lord, my God. Praise God saying. But read it. Read it. Study. Don't some read it and say, oh, okay, okay. No. Let God, let the word minister to you. Let it minister to your hearts and your minds. We say, man, I got I got to get this thing with Jesus. I got to get, I'm I'm just, I'm somebody. I, I got to make my calling. I got to get get up from here and and, 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 and realize I'm I got to be born again. I got to uh change this. I'm a new creature. And let the minister word minister to you this week. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm not going to Anybody got any more comments? No comments. God is good. The blessings of the Lord is upon us, upon you. I bless Thank you in the name of the Lord. Thank yes, you. Sir. <laughs> What's that, Elder Proctor? Thank you. Oh, to God be the glory. Hallelujah.
Amen. Father God in heaven, we thank you for this word, Father. We thank you for continually speaking to us, Father. Help us to make our calling and let you ensure that we will do what you call us to do. And God, do it with God, your boldness, Father. We pray right now, God, that you can touch everyone right here on the sound of my voice again, Father, that we will walk into it. God, we do what you call us to do. God, we ask you to bless our leader. God, bless his family. God, keep his house. Oh, God, hold, oh, God, uh, secure, Father, in the name of Jesus, God, we bless you and we give you glory. The blessing of the Lord be upon you. We bless you in the name of the Lord. Amen. 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 Praise God. Saints, I don't ask things, but I'm uh, asking you to, uh, if y'all want to give to this ministry, please do so. It's right on the website. Uh, but God will supply, but give you an opportunity to give, give an offering to the ministry. Amen. Thank you for the opportunity. Everybody's good. Everybody's Be blessed, good. saints. Be blessed.